Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Hey, about last night, podcast fans, what up? Hey, can we talk for a second? Can we talk money? (laughs) Let's talk money. Truth is, sometimes honest, hardworking folks need a little bit extra, okay? And some banks don't always make it fast or easy, but I'll tell you who does. Avant! Finally, there's a company who gets it. Avant, A-V-A-N-T. Guess what? They provide access to personal loans from $1,000 to $35,000 without ever stepping foot in a branch. All you got to do is simply go to avantoffer.com and check your competitive rate, okay? Checking your rates is risk-free. There's no risk. Is there a risk? No, man, it's risk-free with no effect on your FICO score, all right? Complete your application in minutes, and the funds could be in your account as soon as tomorrow. See how easy and convenient borrowing is through avantoffer.com. Avant will give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after you make your first payment on time. Who else does that? Nobody? That's right. For this offer and to check your rate risk-free, go to avantoffer.com and enter promo code last night. That's A-V-A-N-T offer.com, promo code last night. Avantoffer.com, promo code last night. Loans made by WebBank. Funds are generally deposited via ACH for delivery next business day if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday. FICO is a registered trademark of Fair Isaac Corporation. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Happy Thanksgiving. That's right. Today's Thanksgiving. And I hope you're uh, spending it somewhere surrounded by loved ones and great food. Or you know what? Even if you're by yourself... I hope you're doing something that makes you happy and enjoying the time off. It's kind of a collective uh, day day off for everybody. And I uh, hope you're relaxing, doing something you enjoy. You know, whether that be staying inside and watching uh, Family Feud reruns, which, you know, is not a bad call at all because Steve Harvey is the man. Um, or maybe you're just trying to catch up on some Netflix shows or... Or some work, or uh, you're doing some writing, or you're 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 reconnecting with with old pen pals from childhood, or you're you know just staying in and jerking off for hours, like whatever whatever it is you're doing. Hope you're I hope you're loving it. Is my point. Uh, today's episode is a bonus episode, and I couldn't be more pumped to be delivering it to you guys. Our buddy Andrew Santino is returning for his third appearance. On the About Last Night podcast, Roni and the Quave himself. <laughs> uh, Andrew is, as you know, one of my best friends on planet Earth. We started stand-up together. We've done so many hilarious comedy sketches together, which I'm going to start posting more. Uh, but if you go through my YouTube channel and, and look for videos like Brett and Ty's Olympic video submission or Doritos Locos Tacos, Kid News, um, A Very Sloppy Christmas... Andrew and I have made a lot of funny videos together, and and just uh, have, he's just one of the funniest dudes on planet Earth. Makes me laugh so hard, and it's no surprise that he is becoming a comedy 
beast in the scene. And uh, we get into a lot of fun stuff. The new Showtime show that he's on, uh, executive produced by Jim Carrey, that stars Melissa Leo and Alfred Molina and Eric Griffin, and uh, about comedians in the 70s. Uh, we get into that. We get into his debut stand-up album called Say No More, which comes out on iTunes and Comedy Central Records tomorrow. Go get it. He's been getting great reviews and write-ups on this album, and I've seen all the material, you know, worked out over the last, uh, you know, handful of years, and it's it's a strong fucking comedy album. If you know, just get it and trust me and listen to it, and uh, and then thank me later for for getting on the Andrew Santino bandwagon. Um, if you weren't already from this podcast, he he crushes it on this podcast, and he today's was <laughs> I didn't know how we could top Rodney and the Quay, but today's was so much fun. Uh, Andrew's Half Hour Comedy Central special airs Saturday, November 28th at 11.30, 12.30 Central uh, on Comedy Central. So watch that. Check your local listings and check out his Half Hour special. Get his album and uh, and just enjoy all the comedy of Andrew Santino. Uh, this episode was so fun to record. Uh, we appreciate you guys subscribing on iTunes, giving us those five-star ratings and, uh, and, and comments on the iTunes page. Take two seconds, do it during the intro, knock it out, helps us climb the charts, and we appreciate the love. Uh, follow Andrew on Twitter at Cheeto Santino, uh, which even explains where that name comes from on his album, Say No More. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. I'm in San Francisco, so I've got uh, four more shows uh, at the Punchline Comedy Club in San Francisco. Two more tomorrow and two Saturday. Uh, get your tickets at punchlinecomedyclub.com and come out and see me. This is an amazing venue. Uh, I'm working on a bunch of new material. And uh, and let's let's party post-Thanksgiving. You got time? Everyone's got time. Come see me. Punchline, San Francisco. Uh, two shows tomorrow, two shows Saturday. Brad Williams is at Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California. Tomorrow and Saturday. Uh, two shows each night. Get your tickets at flapperscomedyclub.com and go see Brad Williams. And uh, and when you're coming to these shows, bring your merch, baby. We got ALN shirts and mugs and hats are on the way. They've been designed. Should be getting them in the next week or two. Really pumped about that. Go to estoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y merchandise.com and get all your ALN merch. Bring it to the shows. We'll sign it for you, baby. We'll take pictures with you, baby. Uh, and, and support the pod that way. We, can, we, we, we love... Uh, the emails and tweets you guys are hitting us up on uh, at ALN Podcast on Twitter now for all updates, videos, and pictures. Our live podcast video will be up next week. We are pumped about that. And uh, and I think that's all the info. That's all the merch info. That's all the Twitter handles. Those are the tour dates. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special bonus Thanksgiving episode with our buddy, the one and only Andrew Santino. Well, the weekend's over, so it's Well, not... I don't want to have like people over to watch it on Saturday and all that stuff. I know people. But also, do you want to maybe just let it like be out and have people no, I don't flower you with compliments I don't and then flower you, shower you with compliments. Flower <laughs> Flower you with compliments. Where's my Roni? Is that my Roni shirt? I'm so fucking stoked that I finally got one. Yeah, did you see that? How massively no. popular 
has that phrase become? Rony and the Quave? It's so cool. It's like all our... Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, can, yeah. we, we can tell people are fans by, of, of, of the podcast when they tweet at us. Rony and, and the Quave. Quave. And they'll, they'll reference other episodes. And yeah. they'll be like, oh, God, your interview with John Raninsky was so heartfelt and it was so great. Hashtag Rony and the Quave. Like, I literally got that tweet today. Well, Check. Is that me? No, no that's me. There we go. Perfect. Uh, yeah, Rony in the Quave. Yeah. When you did your your hour, I thought you were going to say it. When I... Oh, well, yeah. You didn't say Rony in the Quave, know, but well, you did the joke. <laughs> I was so... Sheets. Yeah, but I well, was like, say Rony in the Quave. Even though, even though like, maybe... Like it's so inside, though. So what? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it sounds funny. Yeah. The joke is funny, so if you just right. added... Yeah, I put the Rony in the Quave. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude. You're right. And then, and, and then pause for a second and be like, Rony in the Quave kind of sounds like a morning show radio team. Hey, it's Rony in the Quave. And yeah. then, and I, like I should have used it. I should, I lo- That's I like a free friend joke. I'll at least do it because it made us laugh so hard, so I need to see oh, if I it would translate. I lost my shit. I lost my uh, shit. Okay. So you just got in the mail your half hour. Yeah, I'm holding it right now. This is it. That you have not seen. I have not seen it, no. What is the feeling of just holding that disc? It's because cr- let's be honest, creepy. when you started stand-up how many years ago? Um, I, I started stand just stand up, no sketch or anything like that in 2007 or eight. It okay. was kind of like a divide. And this is 2023 when we're going to put this out. Whoa, so. wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, Scat um. Yeah. <laughs> we're getting a really early. Uh, so, okay. So, so I sold my soul to Viacom. No, but th- let's think, let's be honest. When we first start, also ha- half hours in Comedy Central with stand up was, I think, much more prominent when we all started. Oh, dude, yeah. yeah. Nobody cares anymore. People yeah, but we care. It. I so mean, that's we what do. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's you like holding a feather that in now. the hat. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing with doing a set on, like, let's say, The Tonight Show. It, it's not what it was when it no. was the Carson days, not even close, but it's still that thing that every comic wants to do just because it's fun to be like, yeah, because when people say, oh, you're a comedian, have you done anything? I know. When you say, oh, yeah, I've been on The Tonight Show. That's like something yeah. that marks you. So when you say, yeah, a half hour special on Comedy, Comedy Central, Central, that's like, oh, okay. So, true. You, so you've done this. It's like it's on my bucket list to uh, make love to Katy Perry. If it doesn't happen until I'm 90, I'm still going to be like, Brad well, and I, I did. both had sex with her yeah. already. Did you really? Yeah, you, you kind of did. Yeah, Can know. I be honest? I had a, I had a <laughs> sex dream about her last night. I swear to God. <laughs> well, I, let's hear it. I, I, swear up, sex I straight up haven't had a sex dream in I can't. <laughs> at, least probably, at least probably a year. Wait, it hasn't before, been like forever. Before but you like, go. Actually, that's not true. Less than a year. But something where it was so real where I woke up. Did you come? No. Have you ever come? No, I was. It was all have me. You ever come it was in your all dream? me taking care oh, of her in man. a dream. Yeah, what dream? Have you ever had? Have you like yeah. honestly come in a dream? You have? Yeah. Yes. Well, now, but when wait, I was did you like, hear what I said? Yeah. I was taking care of her in the dream. I oh, did, you were yeah. going down on her. Oh, dude. And at one point, she turned. <laughs> what a cool dream. At one point, what a she, selfless dream. I took right. everything off, and I'm looking at and 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 I remember and I remember and then she just turns over and she goes, "I like to, uh, I want you to um, go down on me from the back." Oh, so your nose is in her butt. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember turning yeah. turning her over in my dream, going, "This is the greatest dream of all time." <laughs> I think, uh, I think, I, I think, nose is in the butt is one of the bits that Ronnie the Quake does. Nose in the butt. <laughs> who, did, time. Who, did, who did you have a dream about going down on from the back tonight? <laughs> Katy Perry. Where people call in with their dreams. <laughs> oh, hi, this is Raul from Sacramento. Raul, you're on with Ronnie the Quake. What's going on, Raul? Uh, Where cool, was but, your nose? Uh, two weeks ago, I was in Katy Couric's butt. Ooh. Nice. Reporting the news Solid. and giving you no butt butt nose. <laughs> was uh, Al Roker in there describing the weather? Uh, he was not, um, but it was just Katie and we were on a beach in Tahiti 
and I started to take my pants off, and she said, "No, no, 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 you gotta do me first and then she uh, and then she was laying on her back, and then she flipped over and said, "I like it uh this way so Anyway, first time caller, uh, long time listener. <laughs> Thank you, Raul. Thank you, Raul. That was hot. That guy's uh, hot, yeah. Katie Couric. You know what? Katie Couric's one of those women where, like, she seems really reserved, but uh-huh. I bet you she's a freak, freak. in the bed. Bam, 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 bam. We have to have all sorts of noises. That's they would have the most noises out of yeah, every yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, DJ Tan. Tony and the quick, 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 quick. Now, how crazy is that, though? Like, when's the last time you've, in your sex dream, uh, dreamt about um, pleasing the woman? Yeah. I, also, it was yeah. just so real. Let me reiterate that. It was so It was Katy Perry. Again, yeah. to where I woke. And, and you know, if you she ever does upset. hear this, yeah. I want her to know that she looked beautiful. Of course. And it was it was a very tasteful, um, <laughs> sensual. It was... Your nose was tastefully in her butt. You know what, Brad? That's my ex-girlfriend you're talking about. She'll break up with me. Someday. Yeah. Can't you can't wait till she breaks up with you. I no, if I actually do ever date her, I will be I would be devastated if she broke up with me. Yeah. Definitely. That, I've heard she likes funny dudes. I feel right. like well, she dated Russell Brand for a long time. Yeah. Did she really? Yeah. Yeah, for, for like the longest time. He's yeah. funny. He's funny. He is funny. But super he's like smart. super smart funny yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> no, dude, you're a smart guy. I'm smart, yeah. yeah but, you're a smart but, but guy. Like you went to sure. USC. Yeah, sure. but that guy's got a, I mean, like, and I've got a, a, He's got a, a big solid dick. vocab, big dick. I was going to say big uh, awareness of like, <laughs> oh. of worldly issues. I Take feel like it's the dick that matters more. Right. Okay. Probably. Well, yeah. then I'm fine. <laughs> Guess what, man? I know. I did notice. I picked up, Adam had uh, big old 13s, big old stompers. Yeah. There you go. I'm 12, 12 and a half, all right, dude? So I'm like right That's there. That's solid. Yeah, it's not bad. Brad? I don't need to brag, but uh, I'm, I'm rocking a solid four. <laughs> you better Four for you. Yeah, four for yeah. you. It's like Shaq. That's huge. That's like a sixteen for us. <laughs> I can fit like three of Minnie Me's feet into my shoe. Yeah, dude. He has nothing on you. He's got nothing. He's got nothing I can you. post on him. Well, I've seen you. Is there like midgetdick.com? Is there like a thing where we could break like you, Dinklage, and for the sake of uh, alliteration, dwarfdick.com was way funnier. For Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Dwarfdick.com for all your dwarf dick needs. Dude, where they just put all of the most famous dwarf, dwarf dicks up there for you to rate. And possibly mm. bid on. What a great to... app! That's an app. Yeah, dwarf right. dick. Dwarf dick. I would. I would think that'd be such a great thing to look yeah. at during yeah. the day. Are you kidding me? Well, because it gives think... you the shoe size. It gives sure. you all the stats. It's like a baseball card. <laughs> Favorite team. Dwarf baseball card. <laughs> Wait, I mean, yeah. that would increase your your stock a lot, though. Bro. Absolutely. If people got to see, yeah. your hose. It's a myth at this if, point. If they got, if I know they got what the preview. Like. People sure. know it's a big hose. I mean, People in the comedy community talk about yeah. the Bra- about Brad's hose. Yeah. I've heard the rumors, and uh, <laughs> mostly start mostly started by me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and comedy club, whatever, it and works. comedy club owners. Yeah, and, and, and certain waitresses in the Dallas Fort Worth area. But <laughs> you know, like shout out to Charlene, Charlene, Charlene in Irving, Texas, Rooney in the Quave. Hey, Charlene. Hey, was Brad's? Hey, how Brad. Big, how hey, big Brad. was Brad's dick? You be honest. He's oh listening God. right now. Let how me big tell was you Brad's about Brad's dick. dick. His Tell dick us. was so big that when, when he fucked me, <laughs> it came back out of my mouth. It went through my vagina and out my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> back out Someone call the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. I, I think there's a genuine curiosity uh, yeah. with the uh, dwarf ween. Of course. And uh, there, there's everyone is kind of curious. I have friends that yeah. have uh, come up to me and said, hey, uh, I don't want this to sound gay or anything, and you know something gay. It's is gonna get yeah, yeah, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be gay. It is is it go? I don't want this to sound gay or anything, but I'd really like to watch you fuck a girl. Yeah, that's there's nothing gay about that. There's nothing gay about. But that. have you let anybody in? Uh, Has to, anybody seen? Uh, accidentally. Yeah, nobody on purpose though. You've never let someone just stand and watch. I've never sold tickets. 
You should. <laughs> I should. Two drink two drink minimum. Two drink minimum. Have have a little grandstand. That's so funny. <laughs> have to to watch him fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. I sell tickets. Ha- have a little booth uh, <laughs> set up yeah. out front of the Laugh Factory that sells tickets. Kind of like that booth in Times Square that sells tickets to the Broadway shows. Genius. So there's like discount tickets. No, what at, price are after you five p.m. Yeah. Oh, at least thirty. Yeah, thirty bucks. At least. 30. I, I would. I was gonna say double that at least. No, but thirty mm-hmm. bucks on like on the weekends it's like fifty or fifty five. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. Friday Saturday nights is prime. But right. I mean, like a Wednesday night show, like the early show is a matinee. Would yeah. You, would you do it? <laughs> a matinee? <laughs> a dwarf fuck matinee? Would you do it at the Magic Castle? Oh. Of course I do it at the Magic Castle. I would have a bookcase <laughs> spin and reveal me on a bed fucking a girl in in the, in the Magic Castle. Well, the reveal is I key you, in the show. I thought you were going to say you would just uh, <laughs> get on your boner and you would spin <laughs> above the ground. It would be so funny to see. Like yeah, if, it's the, if it's at the Magic Castle, there has to be some illusion involved. Yes. I, I would like a Harlem Globetrotter to spin me on my boner <laughs> <laughs> on his dick. That would be yes. so funny. I would, I would totally let a Black it's man like a touch my fan. dick <laughs> if he was spinning. Yes, you're out. I'm, if you're I'm, out there, Harlem Grove Trotters, and you're listening, <laughs> if you're interested, <laughs> Rodie and the Quave wants you to spin a midget on your dick. Yeah, <laughs> that would be the most insane and one mixtape video ever. Oh baby, oh baby, oh the professor, he spun a midget on his dick. Oh baby, <laughs> that announcer, I want him to follow me to do anything. Yeah, he's the best. He's what the happened to best. those guys? Are they still doing and one? I don't know. Man, I, I haven't don't heard see. about him in a while. For people that don't yeah. know what and one was, it, it, you have to explain that because some people aren't aware. Yeah. It was yeah. a stri- it was a semi professional mm-hmm. street ball league yep. where these guys were essentially Harlem Globetrotters on steroids. Yeah, yeah. like they could do the craziest shit. Yeah, right. And some also, were really good at basketball. Some went pro. Yeah. Well, they were all dope basketball players, like guys that could have played probably. I think they all played college. Yeah, I think yeah, they, uh, most, yeah, yeah. Of, if not all of them, played college. Yeah, well, and then, dude, a few of them went to slam ball. Do you remember slam ball? Slam, slam ball was with the trampoline the, uh, ball. Yes, Trampolines. Dude. It's still on. happening. Yeah, that was one of the greatest uh, game. Well, is one of the greatest games because um, when I was in sixth grade, my buddy had a trampoline and put it under his ten foot hoop. Yep. and we were all at the exact height. We and the trampoline still felt big to us. We would play full games. Oh yeah, two on two on this trampoline oh, yeah. and jump and dunk. And it was like there was a lot of skill involved. Because to time a jump was, you still had to play D. Yes, you mm-hmm. couldn't just just bounce once and dunk. You right. had to like move and get spacing, and and your buddy would try to time a bounce for you. Yeah, and when the you double did, bounce, when you double did bounce. bounce from like the head of the trampoline all the way to the hoop from that was. Mind blowing, king yeah. of the neighborhood, man. and then like his brother who was like six five would come play and bounce us off the trampoline. Yeah, that's not uh, fun. And people would break bones. But, <laughs> but, but, but up until then, it was totally chill. <laughs> it was dope. Dude. But, uh, but yeah, tr- slam ball. Is, slam ball was incredible. Yeah. The guy I, that Yahoo show I did, Sin City Saints, the guy that was one of the producers mm-hmm. who did a bunch of thirty for thirties. He's one of the co creators no of that. shit yeah do they still do it in like can they do a 30 for 30 on slam ball i think that's i, I think watch. that's been brought up before his name is mike tolan he's, he's he's a good dude good producer but he tolan was one of the guys that like kind of had the original ideas for it and then now they still do it in i want to say asia parts of asia they're on tour but i just i don't think it caught fire here Fuck. it's so hard here dude american sports are so dominant whenever a new sport comes people are like nah we're yeah. good yeah, yeah. we've already got them yeah even well, soccer couldn't crack us that's incredible the most powerful sport in the world right. comes to, here though, and we're like, no, dude, we well, keep saying that. Well, like, yeah. we keep going, it's coming, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's but not. Yeah, it, they got David fucking Beckham right. You're right. You're to right. come here and we were still like, okay. 
Yeah, but cool. or, Neat. or I can go down the street to the Staples Center and see Kobe. Yeah, uh, it's so, what like, how, yeah. like there's no competition. There. You're right, man. And For that's the, and that's why they brought him to the states, right? To the yeah, they wanted tickets to try to globalize it. Yes, right? they wanted to make or get it, America in, involved. Yes, yeah. but all the Europeans made fun of us because by that time they were like, you can have Beckham. Take oh, Beckham! Him. It was like yeah. when Patrick Ewing was on the Sonics. Didn't care right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, no one cared anymore. Remember that? Yes. Nobody cared anymore. Yeah. No, that wave had come and gone. Yeah, yeah. And as a guy, like I, I went to Brazil for the last World Cup, and so incredible. I, I, I saw games to to see that level of soccer, and then go to see the LA Galaxy play. Different. It's minor league. Yeah, it is. It's so well. Minor you know what else it is though, and you know because you've seen. Have you seen European soccer games in Europe? It's uh, yes. It's so, religion. So so it, yeah. It is. It is the vibe. That it makes it so much better too. Yeah, the atmosphere is fucking incredible. Yeah. We don't have any sports like that where there's chance the whole time. Oh, right. And it's like you're it's like, yeah. you're in you're in unison with like 150 thousand people. It's the craziest Going ape feeling. shit the whole time, not on their phones. The whole time, not, yeah. um, ape shit the whole time. Right. Some some people are so dedicated to it, like they they would leave their wives and kids to like follow these people on tour. That's yeah. how much they love wow. footy. They love it, dude. Yeah. I went to the World Baseball Classic Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, five I was there years the same ago. game. Yeah, versus Japan versus Korea. The uh, best. I feel like I was transformed, uh, ported, in, ported. Yeah, uh, no, I was, I was transformed personally and emotionally into a bigger baseball fan. Yes, yes. Because I'm watching each each row. It was uh, each row was about six years into being a Mariner, so still very dominant. Yeah, but same he was thing. So good. Chance nonstop. My buddies and I were like and. Th- Every pitch mattered. A was the championship of the World Baseball Classic, so you Still. can't get more important than that. Right. Mm-hmm. But every moment, and then we are hearing from other people uh, who are like, "Oh yeah, this is every game for Japan and Korea. Like it's yeah. this bonkers. So cool. Like there was these chants that were just like, ah, and all these horns, and they were shaking these weird fucking bat the, umbrellas. Yeah, the little thunder sticks. The thunder sticks. Where you're clapping they together. started that. Yeah. yeah, that came here, and we were all like the towels and the thunder sticks. Dude, they've been doing that stuff over there for so long. We're way behind. Where- someone, someone told me today. This is how behind we are. Someone told me today that um, they are going to be doing stand-up tours uh, mm-hmm. of the dead. They're doing hologram stand-up tours. Uh, what? Um, Andy Kaufman was one of the ones on the list to be doing hologram stand-up tours. And I was wow. like, that's insane. And I can't remember who told me today, but um, they were like, yeah, like you know how they did Tupac at, at, at yeah. Coachella or whatever? And everyone flipped the fuck Japan out. Japan and like, yeah. Korea have been doing this forever. Like, there's, we're a pop way star, there's a pop star. In Japan, who is just, just a hologram. hologram. Wait, wait. Yeah. So, so they saw the um, the hologram videos that we posted and were like, that's like... Lol. So that, <laughs> they laughed in our face. That's they were like, like that's what? That's like when a, like a, 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 an island like off the coast of, of the South Pacific gets like fucking the movie, um, you know, Heat. Sh- sh- Shanghai Noon. <laughs> right. Awesome. <laughs> like now. And right. they're yeah. like, we just got it. And we're like, fucking, we saw that shit nine been years ago. Been there. Yeah. But dude, they've been doing these hologram tours and apparently they're going to do a bunch of passed away stand-up comedians. Would you go see... I'd go see Richard Pryor hologram, hologram. a thousand oh, percent, dude. dude I'd yeah. pay so much money. You know who yeah. I would go? You know who I go oh see? Oh my god! Because I, I bet they're top quality. I bet they're yeah. Well, dude, if they're, if it's the technology that they're using over there, apparently it's fucking amazing. I would love to see uh, Hedberg again. Oh yeah, um, again. I saw him before he died. Where? Oh, Chicago? I saw him at yeah. the Tempe Improv. Almost almost a month before he died. Like, it was right around the corner. Was he not It was good? terrible, dude. It was awful to watch. Like, a stand-up hero of and mine. You, yeah, I was It was gonna, depressing. Yeah. 
I was like seeing, kind of seeing a girl that worked at the Tempe Improv because I was going to school at Arizona State, yep. and so I would just sneak in the back. She would like let mm-hmm. me just sit and watch comics all That's the time. That's incredible. Yeah. Was and, that a? Uh, and I that could have crushed your comedy. Uh, passion. No, dude, because I kind at that time the rumors had kind of gotten around because I had paid attention to the comedy community, okay. although not being a part of it. Yeah. Right. But I had known that he was having a lot of trouble, like okay. with drugs and stuff like so that. She didn't let that phase your. Opinion. No, like whatever. I still was a massive fan, but like watching him was so sad. I paid a bunch of money for his tickets. A lot of people I stole tickets because I was like, I'm a. Mm-hmm. I want to be a comedian. I just want to go learn. Yeah, but then for him, you're like, for I, him, I, I, I want paid, support. Yeah, I paid yeah. a bunch of money. I bought, I bought like the premium tickets because I was so amped to go watch. So you'd want to see him in his glory days, hologram. Oh, and it was, right. yeah, dude. Because watching him at the end was bad. Um, Sam Kinison. Yeah, Kinison would be fun. I, I would actually love to see. Um, Andy Kaufman do Tony Clifton instead of Bob Zemuda. Oh I would have loved God. to see that yeah. the the original intonation. Yep. Of it. Yeah. Even though Zemuda does a great job of it, yep. I would love to see Andy do it. I right. w- I want to see him do that. I'd want to see, um, yeah, Pryor. <sighs> Shit, I'd rather I want to see Robin Williams again. That would yeah. be fucking God, great. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable. Now, now I'd want to see like Brad when he was like really good. You know, like his first two years. <laughs> Like first two years of his. Well, they're not doing people that are still alive, dude. Yeah, they're well, not, not with that attitude. Well, you're right, and you know what? We can always take care of that tonight. Wait, what? Yeah. Hey, t- today on Rodney the Grave, we kill a midget live on air. We want to know what happens when you kill a midget. Does hot cocoa come out of their veins? That pool is ten feet deep, and they said I can't have pool toys in the pool. They said nothing about dead dwarves. Adam, I noticed you left one of your dead dwarves in the pool yesterday. I'll get it out, Marie. Just relax. He's still in there, floating around. (laughs) Also, he's got a big dick. I noticed. (laughs) Why did you get him naked? Still rock hard, even though he's passed away. I noticed it because I saw his uh, I saw Size his penis from dwarfdick.com. Dwarf I saw that my husband's got the app. So many free ads. My husband's got the app. It's always the dude. The dude's got. And guess what? The guys. You'd see a commercial in any given game. You would see FanDuel, Budweiser, and Dwarf Dick in the same. In the same. That's exact same ad campaign. Right. Yeah. By the way, FanDuel would probably buy dwarfdick.com. Such good rights. Sure. I mean, great absolutely. licensing deal, man. Do you like sports betting and dwarf penises? <laughs> Get the combo. <laughs> they are kind of the same. <laughs> you just love to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, you're not a serious gambler or a serious porn watcher. Mm-mm. You just want to dabble. And at the end of it, at the end of it, it's just four dudes on a couch, and it's like. <laughs> We're dudes and we like stupid shit. <laughs> here, here, here would be a good game. You have you have a camera set on four guys and yeah. you watch their reactions and you ha- and you have to guess: Are they watching sports <laughs> yeah. or midget porn? Oh, that's so good! You would never know. That's the FanDuel ad. Yeah. What are these guys watching? And it's just wow. their faces and we're the screen. Right. You would never know the difference. <laughs> yeah. It's It'd be the same. Like, you'd be the same oh, phrasing oh, too. Oh, oh, oh! How did he do that? Oh, you never see that. You never see that. Dude, they're putting. Oh, rewind in- it. Rewind it. Dude, they're putting in Marshall. <laughs> that that would be a good game. Dude, I'm, we're pumping out so much great stuff I'm on this podcast. That show to the Game Show Network today. It's gonna follow Ben Glebe on Idiot Test. It's gonna be awesome. Coming up next after Idiot Test, please stick around. <laughs> One of my good buddies, Brad Williams, is gonna be showing his penis. Everybody knows this massive. I'm Ben Glebe for Idiot Test. Check it out. That's that, that so is good. A, that is a perfect Ben Glebe. Oh, dude, it's make, he, is, he makes me laugh every time I see him because I'm flipping through. Uh, our buddy Ben Glebe is on a show yeah. called Idiot Test yeah. on GSN. Yeah. Every time I pass a commercial for it, <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to say whatever he says back to him on TV. <laughs> <laughs> like I just in my place alone. 
He's like, oh, coming up next week, see how crazy these idiots get on Idiot Test. Yeah. And I have to say it right after oh, yeah. he says it. I was the exact same way when I would watch Tony Danza's Teach on A&E. Oh. And he would be in the classroom, being, and then the principal's like, Tony, the thing is, you, or no, he would be he would be trying to get uh, some kid to uh, read their personal stories that they had written in front of yeah. the whole class, and these kids didn't want to do it. And he's like, uh, uh, Marissa, why don't you read your personal story? And I'd be saying, like, Marissa, why don't you read your personal story? You know? <laughs> and then be, and then and she's like, Mr. Danza, I don't want to read. He's like, you, you got to read it. And then she's like, uh, I'm supposed to take my spe- special test in the resource room. He's like, uh, he's like, what, what, what? What are you different than the rest of us? And somebody goes, Mr. Danza, she is. She's supposed to take the test in a separate room. He's like, well, if we treat you like an idiot, you're gonna think you're an idiot. <laughs> And then it cuts to Tony in a talking head. He goes, I'm having a, I'm having a tough day. <laughs> and I'm sitting there, and I'm just saying this all back to myself. Why, are so, you, why, have, why have you not started it a was, Kickstarter to bring that show back? It was the greatest comedy that was not a comedy on television. He's so fantastic, Tony he was. Danza. Do you know what his reason going back to doing that show? Huh? I was a terrible student. Hi, I'm Tony Danza, and I'm going back to an inner city school in Philadelphia to be an English teacher. I was a terrible kid growing up, so now I'm going to go back and see if I can help these kids. Okay, well, that makes no sense. No whatsoever. sense whatsoever. Yeah, you were like a bad. Opposite. You were a bad student. So, yeah. what makes you think you're now qualified? Let's see if I can make more bad students. Dude, he'd be in the <laughs> middle of the football field, and he'd be like, at the football teams warming up, doing their like stretches and you know, like the the, the long lunge lunge right, stretches right. they do. And he's like, he's like, hey, and then he start going like, duh, duh, duh. he's like, he's like, hey. and then he start doing a little dance. He goes, it's like we're doing the Music Man out here. And then it cuts <laughs> to one of the kids, and he goes, man, that Mr. Daniel, I came on the practice field, started talking about musicals and shit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> so disappointed. Yeah. I used to really like. Him, man, yeah, yeah. but uh, I don't know about Tony yeah, Danza. Yeah, yeah. Man, so then you could have someone watching your comedy special on uh-huh. co- on Comedy Central and then imitating you. That yes. could happen very yeah. soon. Yeah, and they'll sound like this. <laughs> Stupid joke. That would be it. <laughs> Has anybody done an impression of you to you? No, I don't think so. I'm such yeah. a weird. I have such a weird. I don't know. I don't think you. It's. I think it'd be hard. Hey, if one of your fans can do it, send an audio clip to tweet one of us. I would. <laughs> wow. Love to that you, would be huge. Challenge. Do you think that would be? A I would great, be flattered. Would yeah. you, I was gonna say if like uh, to see yourself like uh, on S. I guess being parodied on SNL, right? Impersonated on SNL think, would be. I think when the they biggest? do it, that's like the that's like the top. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our buddy Rudnitsky, uh, who's on SNL, just called me today, and we were chatting about. McConaughey because he does like a really good McConaughey. I was, oh. I've texted I was him like, before. I go, please tell me you do it. Right? He said no. He's like, it was this past week. Yeah, but McConaughey specifically said no, no impressions. Of, what of me? A piece of shit. Yeah, dude, have some fun, dude. It, 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 it's have SNL. some fun, man. Trump, do you know how Trump big... had two Trumps <laughs> at one time? Him. I know. Do you know how big that Jim Carrey uh, video? It was hilarious. He didn't like was? it. Yeah. You know about this? I know. McConaughey said he didn't like it at all. What? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't approve of it or didn't enjoy it. Stand up during the Oscars and. And t- and say how your hero is yourself in ten years. Come on, buddy, dude. Then you better you better let you better sit in a room. You better have let the SNL writers write a sketch where you are sitting in a room talking in the mirror, looking at five other McConaughey's, of course, writing right. that speech. Yeah. He, Do you know how much how hard that would have crushed? Yeah. Because a you're you're calling attention to the fact that that was a ridiculous speech. It's just insane. And, and, pa- and then parody those damn commercials. You just have to They're let, parodies of themselves. Listen, when you get so famous, mm-hmm. you the lose, coolest yeah. people that I see that are that famous have self awareness and make fun of themselves. No, yeah, he, that's the coolest people. I think he's so famous. He's he's bought into. I mean, maybe he's. A, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but like. I mean, he said, you know, the, the two th- he buttoned. He started the episode with by telling a story. His monologue. It was just telling the story of how he got all right, all right, all right. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, 
Okay, like fucking post that on Facebook. Yeah, you know? <laughs> McConaughey is feeling nostalgic, and then fucking post right. that story. Yeah. But uh, it was like not funny, and it was just like, and people were gonna, and then he was like, and that's where I can't, you know. And then he he started by being like saying something, and then he goes like, okay, okay, okay. He goes, you guys thought I was gonna say something else, didn't you? But let me tell you the story of where that what you thought I was gonna say really came from. And I was like, it's like a PBS special, clear, yeah. change the channel. Yeah, and, and, and I was like, oh great, he's gonna tell like a fake story. Yes. that's good. That's gonna be. Pe- with jokes, Insert yeah, with comedy all the whole time. Yeah, no, it didn't lack no, it. it didn't but that. Uh, but that episode was saved uh, pretty heavily by Adele crushing it to a million. Wow. Pieces. Yeah. So Can we cool. just talk about the impact of that song? Have you think about another time and, in our lives where there was a song so universally um, uh, accepted? Ob- and obviously, so- the graduation song by Vitamin C. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yes. Wait, when, when you we said that. Go back, we remember also all the times we spent together. Come on, also, Adam. What the fuck are you doing? Don't kill our vibe. No, as you missed the boat. As our lives change, Adam. <laughs> Adam was, as our lives I'm change. I'm sorry. I was thinking I gotta of tell other... You something, buddy. You're going to find yourself in a pool with a dead dwarf in about an hour and a half. I'm sorry, I Brad. Was, we still have to kill you. We stick it to the old story. I was thinking of... <laughs> what? I was, was thinking of other impactful songs that made a dent in our uh, pop culture society, mm-hmm. like Go Snow ahead. by Informer. Informa, you know, so give it, give it, give it, give it in. I like you, boom, boom, down. The only part that matters. Dude, I lick your boom, boom down is the only part that matters. That's what I was singing in my dream to Katy Perry. That song shouldn't have been called Informer. It should have been called I lick your boom, boom down. Snow, I lick your boom, boom down. They played that on the radio. Yes, I know. And well, because the executives were like, I don't understand a word he's saying, but it's catchy as fuck. That's how they threw it out. Yes, and then everyone's everyone's like, okay, you know he's saying he's licking ass up and down. I lick your boom, boom down. Maybe it was I lick your boom, boom now. And I think it was down. Isn't it down? It sounds like. I like your boom boom down, you know, yeah. say give it again. <laughs> was it a Korean man that time? I Ricky, your boom boom. Oh, come on, Adam, you led me right to that. I had to drink that Dude, water. It, 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 that it, racist it, it comedy sound, water. It sounds like when he's doing the verses that it's like Popeye doing the verses. <laughs> Speaking of Popeye, I just joined uh, the gym around the corner. Yeah. I told Adam, yeah. there's so many dudes there with like mega buff arms and like skinny legs. You know that whole like mm-hmm. dudes that are like are you all turn into one of those guys. Dude, they they real. They, they miss leg day. <laughs> <laughs> no leg day, bro. <laughs> no I go, day. I go to gyms to just stay healthy. Yeah, mm-hmm. but guys that go like. To get spend, yoked, spend three hours there. Yeah, it's like, come on, brother. Don't I'm you spend have... three hours at the gym is because I'm involved in a, in a game that went at least an hour and a half. Yeah, and it's a sport. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably what it is. Yeah, you're no, having fun. Uh, but like, I read this article someone sent that was like, I because I do this joke about the Rock. You guys know you've heard yeah. that yeah. joke, but like, it said the Rock is going through like severe depression right now. Oh shit! And it bummed me out to like read it. But then there's a part of me that goes, Yeah, man, the guy that spends 17 hours on his body. You're telling mm-hmm. me he's got a tough time with his brain? Yeah, probably. Because yeah. he's not taking any other time right. to get any sort of emotional workout in. No. When you're just focusing on your body, I'm sure he, there's a lot of hollowness in your brain. That's that, like that, and like uh, um, Mike Wilbon from ESPN has this great quote where he says, "Father Time has an undefeated record." Yeah. If you're, it's gonna win. If you're jacked, that's gonna go away. Yep. It's like it's like 
hot girls that had everything given to them, and then they turn 35, 40, and they're not hot anymore. And they're like, what? Wait, what? What happened? What happened? Where is it? How, how come I'm not getting any free drinks anymore? It's so, well, it's so true. It's like the story well. of Vegas. My buddy lived in Vegas for a long time. He was doing a gig out there, and... Uh, he was like, dude, you know what the saddest thing is? Like the 22-year-olds at the pool at like the Palm or whatever? Yeah. Next year, they're too old. <laughs> like oh, the next year, they get bumped out by a whole yeah. new crop of 20-year-olds. Yeah. Like 23, 24 is when they're like, all right, you got to go. That's when they hit their <laughs> limit God. because it's like there's a new batch, dude. There's right. a new batch. They, it, keep, they keep making they more. They keep on <laughs> making them. That's why Hollywood is so funny to me because it's like whatever the hottest chicks are around and whoever thinks like they're the hottest chicks in Hollywood, it's like, nah, give it a couple months. There's going right. to be some new batch of beautiful girls that some come rolling line. through. Yeah. Good for them, dude. We'll be ugly forever. But, but <laughs> I, I'd rather be ugly forever because you don't have that peak. You don't, right. you don't know what it's like. Yeah, you're not going to slide down the hill. Right. I'm already pretty on stable ground right now. I, yeah. I, is, wait, so what is this gym? Are there a lot of machines? Like, the, the dudes that are big, are they like huge? Like, they're massive, feel? dude. Yeah. It's got to be steroids. I mean, I, you know, like. Have you engaged in, in dialogue with any of these guys? You know, dude, I don't. The, the reason I resisted going to this gym was yeah. because I don't want to talk to people. Gym small talk. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> Dude, I just want to do I the workout. You. Yeah. If I know you, I'd say, what's up? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like I ran into a comedian there. Um, he's a nice guy and everything and a good dude and it's good to see him but I also just want to work out and not chat and like, yeah. I just don't feel like hanging that, out. And yeah. what, what, what do you say like when you're like because you're grunting at the same time that you're having it a feels conversation. Weird. Yeah. Sweating yeah. and panting and then being like, so what's up with you, man? <laughs> you just feel like such a loser. I love seeing uh, uh, guys hit on girls at the gym because oh, oh, there's no good don't. way to go oh, about doing dude. it. Because I've, you, and I heard this It's guy, a lose lose. Yeah, yeah. I heard this guy walk up behind a girl. She was finishing her set and, and he goes, uh, he goes, Chris, Chrissy. He goes, what's going on? He goes, what are you doing here? And she literally goes, uh, fucking working out. <laughs> Kudos to her. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. What, what are you, you doing at the gym? And then he tried What to, do you think I'm and, doing? And what are you doing at the Subway sandwich shop? <laughs> Instead of laughing at it, he just goes, he tried to backtrack and he goes, No, I mean like what do you like what are you doing? Like what Uh oh like, like, re, re, like what Here comes a train wreck. Like, like what, what body you, part? What are you part? working on? Yeah. What what are you trying to get thinner? You know I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, th- I mean. Don't get me wrong; it's all good. It's that, all fine. It's great. Yeah. It's How's f- your sister? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, she's not here, is she? Uh-huh. Yeah, she doesn't work out. That's right. <laughs> you saying she's fat? No, I'm just saying. No, tumbling no. down the hill, yeah. just collecting more shit. <laughs> it's, it's the, like, the funniest thing was they showed me the guy was like, "Do you want to take a tour?" I'm like, "Nah, man. I'm sure it's a gym." Like, <laughs> I'm a sure tour of the gym. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, because they like they try to pitch you and sell right. you." And I'm like, "Listen, dude, I just am coming to work out. I don't want to take any classes. I don't want to meet anybody. I just want to do yeah. my thing." and go home you can tell who walks in and needs a tour yes right? it's pretty apparent yeah right. yeah yeah People someone who's never, never been, been to a yeah. gym before yeah it's pretty apparent who the guy that's like well i'd love to look around yeah if you're going to a gym do you guys have a foam pit Where's the water? <laughs> <laughs> is, there a, is there a water fountain slash I'm diet sure, dr uh, pepper machine anywhere sure. no why do you think we would have a dp machine well, here my man and raul told me that <laughs> no god damn it a dp machine <laughs> But see, that's why you need a tour. To that's why you need a tour just explained. in case. But he was like, hey, you want to go check out the bathrooms? And I was like, no, that's okay. And he's like, but they have a full sauna and showers and all this stuff. And I was like, hey, man, I don't shower at the gym. I don't. No. Sh- there's no, no way I shower at the gym. When I see people freely showering at the gym, walking around, it just makes me so gross. Dude, out. I yeah. will never get comfortable. And guess what? I'm comfortable with the human body, okay? Oh, and dude, like, yeah, And sure. when I see 
naked anything. Uh, don't I don't care. fucking, I don't freak out. No. Uh, and, uh, you know, that was my high school yearbook quote. I said, I don't freak <laughs> out when I see naked I dicks. No, but I, <laughs> clothed dicks. I don't want to. But if, it's, if I look, if I accidentally, like today even, I walked into, uh, I was at Whole Foods and, and I opened the bathroom door and the guy didn't lock it. And I posted this today. He was turned around peeing, standing up. Instead of just shouting, Hearing the door open and, and you know, and going and, and continuing to be and facing forward yeah. uh, away from me and saying, oh, hey, I didn't like here. I'm peeing in here. He turns around, shows me his dick. Keeps peeing and goes. I didn't lock the door, man. And I go. <laughs> I go. And, 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 no and shit. As I backtrack. I go. Just fucking keep peeing and say it, man. And, like, fucking, and just like. <laughs> I didn't lock the door, man. He's just naming things that are really right. apparent. <laughs> I'm inside while you're peeing. But the so point is, is like you know, whatever. I saw a little dick on my way to get some salad. Did it bug? Oh, little dick. Well, he didn't see mine. He was. <laughs> Wait it was, a minute. It was it was the guy's a little penis? I mean, if I had to size it up real you quick. You judged, dude. You judged. Hey, he was peeing. It's not like maybe you he don't listened. know this guy, man. Listen, just say it. I'm not judging you for judging. No, it's cool. Let me just say though, when yeah. I go to this gym uh, in Edmonds, Washington, when I go back home to Seattle, shout out to Edmonds. Whoop, whoop. Shout out to Edmonds. <laughs> uh, it's a gym in. Uh, it's a lot of older people go to it. So when you yeah. uh, and a lot of young high school kids play play hoops there, right? And, uh, the fighting pork. And then a lot of older retired people. <laughs> yep, a lot of older. <laughs> Uh, by the way, you just gave me an image of wanting to see you actually fight a group of porcupines. <laughs> I mean, and considering your haircut, that's pretty fucking. That incredible. could be your next dream when you're not going down on Katy Perry. I... That could be in the background. <laughs> you could be going down on Katy Perry, and just above the bed is Brad just beating the shit out of. Actually, porcupines. I want Brad to voice a gang of porcupines <laughs> in the next Pixar movie. Oh my god! Can we call Pixar right now? Okay. <laughs> no, no, no! I'm talking like you're gruff. You're like Yosemite Sam voice meets like sure, like um, porcupine coming up like this. Like, yeah. hey man, yeah, that's yeah. right. You're, you're you're my part of the desert, bro. Yeah, dude. That's yeah, yeah. Because they're angry. Yeah. yeah. Now do the now do the porcupine that's scared of everybody. Hey guys, um, so uh, porcupines, um, listen, um, we don't want any trouble. Uh, we we, we just kind of like you're like you're here. We now do the now now do the one that's dying. There's one that got hurt. Oh, I'm sorry. Whoa. I got stabbed by quail. Now do the one that's having a dream about going down on Katy Perry from the back. Baby, I'm a fire. <laughs> Not bad. Okay. Well, yeah, you didn't sing into her, did this, you? This has no. been Brad's vocal reel. <laughs> <laughs> you get hired off this would be huge. Someone's like, Brad, I heard you on about last night. I got to tell you. <laughs> you have the job. <laughs> so I see, I go to this gym, and there's a lot of old men who oh, work yeah. out there, and they very freely... Uh, they use they they love the shower there. Yeah, old men the love the shower because also they're just like I'm gonna stay at this gym as long as possible. It's a whole process for me. Yeah. I'm doing the I'm doing my machine. I'm gonna do a couple weights. I'm gonna shower, but you know even going to the shower is a good 30, 40 minute chunk of this Absolutely. workout. It's a part of the workout because guess what? I'm I'm taking my time changing. I'm I'm finding a locker I like. I'm chumming it up with the fucking guys that I don't hey, see. Mark, so, so, hey Mark, yeah. which but but no problem chumming it up with fucking ass with. With saggy man butts exposed and yeah. dicks and balls just flopping around, yep. and I'm never gonna get used to that. Or, or I never walk in and go, yeah. It's always I walk <laughs> in and I go in my head. I go, God damn it, damn and it. Then I fucking go and I beeline to the bathroom, and it's so apparent and obvious that I'm not comfortable with it because I put my head down and fucking like beeline through this fucking. It's almost like you know, like in those um like uh when they announce the starting lineups for a basketball game and you yeah. put your hands through yeah. and you high five tunnel and you high five. Please don't I, put your hands down because that's not gonna be hands. I walk through that tunnel of old man dick and butts and I walk through it but with my head down and my arms tucked in. Yeah, you don't want to touch any. No, but it's it's impossible. It's inherently impossible. 
impossible to not look at a penis when it's in front of you. Yeah. When there's a guy naked in the locker room, you're going to see a penis. It's not. Uh, nah, nah, it's, nah. Imp- <laughs> it's impossible to not see it. No, no. So but that's not why I don't. I don't like the showers. No. I don't like how gross the yeah. idea of sharing all that yeah. space with wet, dirty. Pe- I just it grosses me you out. Like you in I a shower, know yeah. it was there before. You were. I just I shower at my place and that's it. Hotels and my place. Yeah, I did that. If in you college, if you asked me it. to shower here at your place, uh, and, and you were like, I need to shower before I go, I'd be yeah. like, ah, I'll just skip it. I just don't want to shower at other wow. people's places. Mm-hmm. There's something about it. Okay. Yeah. Even no though I got fear. a couple new shampoos. Oh, what do you got? <laughs> well, fucking, you got to be on board with the shower activity first before you can see Son what's stocked up. That's how he gets you. Uh, <laughs> that's how he gets guys to shower here. Dude. Rob, it's fine if you don't want to shower here. Adam, what do you mean? We just like took a walk and got lunch. Dude, some of us get sweat, sweaty at lunch. So are you willing to shower here or not? <laughs> I got some new L'Oreal in there. <laughs> what about uh, shittings uh, somewhere that's not your home place? I fight it as much as I can. Yeah. yeah. But, dude, there's Sometimes days you when you're to. like, I'm, I don't have a choice. In right. fact, I love finding really high-end places to poop at because you know they're clean. Some uh, places, some like fancy of, restaurants are oh, so... I was just going to say, so... So so nice. They're so accommodating that the to- like the door goes all the way to the floor. You know, yeah. the door to floor... Oh, I love floor to door. And, to- yeah. and the toilet, like the flush is like, doesn't make a sound except for like the... the yeah. That's it. And I then maybe those. at the end being like, thank you for your shit. <laughs> <laughs> it tells you. Thank you for your shit. Have you guys ever... <laughs> At the wait at the O'Hare Airport, yeah. when I fly oh. home to Chicago, yeah, I usually have to poop when I get off a plane. They they have they have the they covers, have the, yes, and they yes. rotate. You wave you wave your hand, it's like woo, puts a new cover, brand new cover. Okay, can every airport, every place in the world should have that, right? It's a brand new cover comes for you. You don't have to touch it. You don't have to do the one where you rip it and no, you know, like and it now falls you're trying in. to place it. You're nope. trying to like and then and and then you get up and it's still stuck to your ass. Oh, that oh, doesn't God. happen. Nope. It's, it's just, just it's rotates. just a plastic sheet that rotates. Now, how, now, how much would like a, a, a buzzkill would it be if you just found out it's, it, it, it's the just same like sheet? Three feet. <laughs> yeah, it, just it is. I know it is in my head, <laughs> but psychologically, it just but, helps. Yeah, it just helps to see like the brand new sheet. Now, what I'm going to say <laughs> is like, have, have you guys ever taken a shit at a comedy club where they don't have the bathroom green room? Oh, dude, yeah, and you have and to then, poop in the public rooms. Yes, yes, and, and then you walk out, and you're uh, and you're always like, "Hey, you're the guy we're here to see tonight." Yeah. Uh, were you shitting? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you shitting? <laughs> you're like, Comedy yes. clubs that don't have accommodating green rooms is so frustrating. It just means you're less than anything to them. You're like, yeah. "Yeah, the idiot's coming in. He'll be gone soon." Like, yeah. just give me a room. He'll be in the closet. Don't yeah. I have a room to hang out in? Yeah, you didn't right. build one room. There was a room I did in Arizona. I don't do it anymore. It was a uh, small. I'm sure we've all done it at some point where mm-hmm. there's no green room. It's just a bar. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. The um, room. Oh, now, do you <laughs> build a room, Howard? <laughs> Sorry, no, Sorry. no, no. Was I calling him out there? No, not that one. Oh, not, oh, well, that not is that one. one. Yeah. There is one there now. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're. Ta- I know what you're talking. about. Yeah, it's a smaller room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, but it's just annoying because. You would never go to a concert. I would never go to a concert. Then all of a sudden, John Mayer is like taking hanging a shit, out, yeah, like out. in the bathroom. You're like, oh, um, <laughs> I, I, I'm about to see you play your body as a wonderland, and now I'm seeing way too much of your body. That's so not good. sorry. <laughs> although, although to be fair, we're not John Mayer. What can we? That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. What can we? Uh, what can people expect on your? So uh, say no more. Your say album. no more is the album, and the half hour comes out on the same time on the twenty seventh, which this, is this, this Saturday. This okay. So this. I is, think Kevin Hart is before me. I think it's his special, then maybe Tone, and then me. So t- this is out Thursday, which so people will be hearing. No, this no, out Saturday, Thursday. Saturday. No, this podcast. Oh yes, this, this is out this Thursday. will be out Thursday the twenty fifth. Yep, so watch this weekend. So your 
on Thanksgiving, this is going to come out. Okay, great. So then watch watch me this weekend on Saturday, the 27th, and then great. you can pre-order the album now or you can buy it on the day it comes out. And if you have Apple, uh, what is it, Apple Music, yeah. you can just stream it for free. Well, no, nice. wait. So no, I think. The name of the CD is Say No More. Yeah, Say No More is the album. Yeah, and that's yeah. out the 27th. Same day. As in this as special area. They drop it the exact How time. much material, an hour on the album... Half hour. I, I would say, yeah, the album is an hour and ten or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Yeah. I don't even know. But that's um, that's about 30%, 20% from the special. Oh, man. Gotcha. And the rest is all just whatever. So just fucking lock yourself. Dude, I mean, what a perfect... The timing it, to me is beautiful because it's like weekend on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving people weekend. Are, yeah. People are going to stay in to do shit, you know? That's why we... That's I think that was why they were like, let's just try it... Um, for Andrew Santino comedy fans, you can't have a better fucking weekend. And if you're not a fan, maybe you can become one. Here, let me yeah. see. This the album. Uh, I was trying to find out how many songs are even on this. I don't even know. Or songs. Tracks. I do songs now. Drop, drop your tracks. I'm dropping a bunch of tracks on there. <laughs> no, but it, it does. It, uh, so Say No More becomes available on iTunes uh, and Comedy on, Central Records on, on uh, the 27th. 27th. And the special just titled Andrew Santino. Half hour, the half hour. Which, if, if for any reason you're listening to this after that, you could probably look it up in the app, right? Yeah, you can on ComedyCentral.com. Yeah. ComedyCentral.com and Comedy Central, the app on your phone, both have them available awesome. when it when it's up. Awesome. Yeah. But yeah, we've got, look at this, I have 23 tracks of Party Time. And they're called I can't wait. all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, give me some of the track names just to tease Cheeto the audience. Santino, All the Birds, Spank the Kids, Front Butt, The Kids Are Fat, Tape the Birth, Cassette Tapes, Cavemen, Hair Palace, The Rock, Obama, Interracial Dating, Traffic Laws, Bacteria Rag, Hot Wall Air, No Stalls, Sleep Naked, Loonies and Toonies, this, this, this sounds wow. like This sounds like the best reference of like sexual positions I've yes. ever seen. Like, hey man, you, I, this girl came over, I gave her the Cheeto Santino. Oh! <laughs> It's true. I did give her the Cheeto, and she was like, "Boo! It's all crinkly and dried up." Just oh, like you never a, want a crinkly dick. That's what a Cheeto is, dude. <laughs> if your penis looks like a Cheeto, you're in some deep shit. <laughs> crinkly, dry, orange, flaky, cracks. Oh. <laughs> Which is why my name. That's how I got the name. Well, uh, it is. That's how because my penis is so odd looking. You tell the story in the. I do, the, yeah, on the uh, album. That's I, tell awesome. the story. I don't do it on the half hour. I do it on the album. Uh, you record the album in Denver at Comedy Works. Dude, my favorite. Be- it's the best club in the country. It's the best, dude. I recorded it there. Wendy was so cool. They were Why all awesome wouldn't you? about it. Yeah. So many great. Rogans done one. There. I mean, it's like yeah, dude. I think a mil- Funches I, did his. Uh, f- uh, f- well, fun- I think Funches did yeah, his. Yeah, he did. And then I think Jonigan maybe did his. T.J. Miller did his there. He is a Denver guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is it about that room that you made you go? I want to do it there. Every time I go back to Denver, it reminds me why I love it. First of all, it's in the coolest part of downtown. It really is. Yeah, Larimer Square is so cool. Um, the people are like comedy fans. Mm-hmm. There's only I mean, like one one person in the whole show that's an asshole. That's like a drunk dickhead. Everybody yeah. else pays attention. They listen. They don't They're yell trained. or talk. Yeah, the, dude, the they room just is know better. Beautifully set up. It's incredible. It's, 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 it's underground, yeah. like we love. Which yep. I, I I love the love underground, underground thing. dude. Yep. You're yes. going underground. You're seeing something secret. You're it's seeing sexy. something yeah. naughty. We're like not supposed yes. to be here. Yeah. Yeah, like the whole above ground, or like when you have when you do comedy in the place that's like on the third floor of a thing, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like it just yeah. it feels so off. Yeah. Like underground is the idea of comedy and. I, and I the just audience is up on you, but still, oh, dude, it's, it's deep enough. The room, yeah, and they put the room is about 
two-something, maybe 250, yeah. I think it is. Mm-hmm. But, dude, it's low ceiling, and it's a little amphitheater seating a little bit, so yeah. it like, goes up. Yeah. Yep. And they've got a few seats on stage, which yeah. when you sell out, it, they have to put people up there, which is even more fun because right. they... You could, you could like high-five people oh, they love without, it. without they bending love over. It. My, my favorite part about this club, we're talking about the, com- the Comedy Works in downtown Denver, is yep. that all the seats are facing forward. Yep. And I would think that this would be obvious, but you go to so many comedy clubs where sideways. people are eating, and then they look sideways to look so at you, weird. which is uncomfortable. Yeah. So then you're more likely to tune out, talk with your friends, look at your phone, whatever. So true. But when you're seated and it's right in front of you, you're like, oh no, I'm seeing a performance. You have to watch. Yeah. yeah. And it's also true. I know they do serve food there, I think, but I don't think I've ever seen someone eat food there. Every right. time I go, yeah, I've yeah. never seen someone eat food. I because think I'm the only person that orders food there. <laughs> no, no, I mean the audience. <laughs> right. Also, yes, as a comedian, you are yes. probably the only person that's ordered food at a comedy <laughs> yeah, club. Yeah, it's free food. No, but <laughs> you see the you see the audience, and I, I never see people eating. Which a lot of clubs you see people like some clubs you see people eating fucking full meals, and you're like, oh my god, they're never going to listen to me. They're eating yeah. steak. Yeah, yeah. Why eating would... a steak dinner? Like, oh, did you hear what happened to Betsy in the middle of your show? Yeah. Right. That drives me nuts. But Denver was perfect for it. They were so inviting and cool and and stoked to have me and really awesome about it they were just so cool about it man did you uh um have uh people that had just been fans of yours that came up to you that were like that came to the show specifically to because they advertised it as your album recording right yeah dude and actually i mean i had a a lot of people that came again from because i go about every 10 nine or 10 months i think yeah Mm -hmm. but dude i had tons of people that came back that were like who saw you last time dude you want to you want to smoke everybody wants to smoke sure i do like it's legal here well if i do one pot joke they're like we gotta get high with him it's all it takes all it takes and and they do like they are really lovable like fans that like want to hang out with you afterwards and even their stoners like are coherent like oh yeah comedy like they're not Mm -hmm. so just baked that they're because they're not new they're, they're, they're not new to it no, yeah, they've been yeah. there. Yeah, they're, they've been there. They're, they're like, pros. Yeah, man, it's legal, but we were doing it before, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's guess, what they, yeah. We were doing it before. Actually, dude, I went to a dispensary while I was there. Um, there's, one, is, there there's one about two blocks away from the club. Right around the corner, yeah. yeah. It is great. I went to one that was so unbelievably nice. I mean, beautiful. With the women... Uh, Everything about it was like gorgeous. clean yeah. and sexy, and yeah. the chicks were hot, and yeah. the dudes yeah. were chill, and the atmosphere was nice. They had like lounge rooms with like huge HD TVs, and like, they're like, if you just want to kick it for a little while, you can. If you want to have something to drink, you know, it was just, it was like exactly what it should be. It's right. like a bar. Yeah. It's a bar. Do you feel that pot should be legal everywhere? Oh, come on. I can't believe it's not. Yeah. I'm in like full, it, it, listen, we could get into the, all the semantics yep. about it, but the truth really is to me, um, I do think it shouldn't be legal for people under under a certain age. I do mm-hmm. know science has proved, a, you know, it disables the, the youthful developmental brain. It does. Sure. It should be legal for a person that is 18 or older that yeah. if we found that that's kind of a, that is the average age where the brain is almost fully developed and it's not going to have hindrance on the growth, then yeah, dude, just like a beer, just like a beer. If you're drinking beer when you're young or booze when you're young, it's going to no. damage your brain. Sure. Yeah. My cousin, when he was 15, told me he got high for the first time and he goes, he goes we got to smoke. That's why I have in that joke where he's like, how have we not smoked together yet? I'm like, five years ago, you were 10, motherfucker. What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> that's it? why. And then I'm also, and he, go, he goes, he goes, you sure? He goes, but I, sorry, it was me. He goes, uh, he goes, uh, he goes, man, it was crazy. I was high sitting in the back of class and I could hear everybody's conversation at the same time. I go, all right, A, that's hilarious. B, <laughs> don't be doing that, man. Don't right. do that. You don't want to be that not, stone kid in the back of the really. class who just raises their hand out of turn and goes, yes. and she's like, uh, uh, you know, his name. And he goes, uh, eight. And she goes, I asked what the capital of Florida was. Oh, sorry. Is it nine? Seven. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, but the, tr- uh, the truth is I just think like if as long as it's done in, 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 res- in a responsible fashion, it's fine. What makes me so angry is like I read a, 
a thing. Fox News put out this big blast because they had like a um a, uh, a fatal car accident yeah. from in Oregon, I think it was, mm-hmm. and they were like marijuana related fatal car accident. Here's the fucked up thing. What, this is like once that they put a big thing about right now tonight there'll be about 15 fatal car accidents from drinking and driving right like on average they'll probably be like wow, anywhere from five is to that 50. true dude it's constant dude. it's constant it's Every constant yeah. in fact the holidays is when it's the worst yeah but everyone's getting fucked up in, but, their, home, in, their, in their home with family yeah so, here yeah. we go saying one accident was bad and i'd love to find out if they were just on pot if they were also drinking right that's the kind of that's the kind of shit that makes me so mad when they're like pot was in his system when he murdered his wife. It's like so was Xanax, Ambien, <laughs> Obliterol, like yeah. whatever. Doctor Phil pills. was playing on the TV. Right. I mean, yes. Grant, I mean, Grant, we should probably ban that. But yes, true. If they, you're watching this, and I hope you're not killing your wife. Are you killing your wife? <laughs> you then call our show before you do it. I would hope that that would be the one time Doctor Phil like wouldn't get like all preachy if he gets super baked <laughs> and he's not like if he's sitting there. And he's just like chilling out and not, you know, if he's like seeing his wife reach for the, sorry, if he's seen his wife reach for the fucking like bag of Doritos being like, are you sure yeah. you want to eat that last chip? <laughs> and she's like, can we just fucking watch Family Feud and not like fucking do this? And he's like, okay. You know, just, uh, okay. 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 Hey, chill, bitch. <laughs> chill, bitch. <laughs> By the way, Family Feud, the, the greatest show. I watch Steve it. Harvey taking over. I watch it all the time, dude. I think it's the best. It's, it's the greatest. It's, it's never the greatest bad. race war you've ever seen. <laughs> it is the greatest. That, we I, got the Johnson family yeah. going up against the Whiteman family. <laughs> it's always. And he also oh, get, he's beautiful at giving a little bit of like acknowledgement with his face to being like that shit. That was what? a stupid ass yeah. answer. But, yeah. also, but also like the the black men versus the white men or whatever. Like he'll even look at the camera and be like, "Yeah, those are the families. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got this." Yeah, uh, it's always it's always amazing to me that show. It's never bad. It's never bad. It's 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 never awful. I I I love that. Uh, the uh, family has to support the one family member that gives the dumb answer. Yes. Where they're just like, good answer. Good answer. The good. greatest one I've ever seen was they said to a family, they were going, okay, the other family got it wrong and they were, they were going to steal, you yeah. know? And it was, name a country that is, a, that is an ideal place to vacation to. <laughs> and they go down the line, they get to the last, and the last one was like, we're going to go with Africa, Steve. <laughs> Name a country. Name a country. And that is an ideal place of vacation. Just too. pause. And he looks at the camera, and goes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like laughing, but also like I think he's almost the having a stroke. He's like barely yeah. moving. And he's like, like, this is so great. He goes, show Good me. God in heaven, show me Africa. <laughs> this is a huge X gat. <laughs> like wrong on so many levels, right. and the whole family's like, "Good answer, Barbara." Africa is definitely not a good vacation spot, no. and it's also a continent. Yeah. Like you got the first part of it wrong. <laughs> also, great vacation if you've been everywhere else. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but like, even then, maybe. If you're one of those rich families that like you've been vacant. Like as a kid, at mm-hmm. age eight, you went to you know Tahiti, uh, the south of and, France, right. and Tahiti. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like you, we go to, or you go to Africa and you stay at the Four Seasons, and you don't even go to the to the fucking um, you know to the. No, we, desert, don't to to, saf- we don't go to we don't go safaris. Yeah, 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 we're here at the hotel. I have a bunch yeah, of like four seasons. I, when you have Nigeria. that's what rich white friends of mine have done. Like once they've traveled the world, Africa, then they go to Africa and then they either like adopt land or they like get involved <laughs> with a charity because they've done it all. Like right. it's over. They're like, yeah, we go to Zimbabwe every year and we just we just yeah. like adopt a couple kids. Like we just you know fund kids and then we have sure. some land over there and build like, a school. Build and, a school. Yeah, yeah, that's what you do when you've done all of it. Yeah. yeah. I I've been to Europe, uh, and I and that's it. I've never been to. 
Asia, I would love mm-hmm. to go. But like of all the continents, Africa would be the last. I'm sorry. It'd be the yeah. dead last place I would go. Yeah. Uh, my my other favorite. So many people are going to yeah. be talking shit about me saying, <laughs> "No way, he hates Africa." Yeah, uh, he must hate black people. Uh, that's what he's saying. It oh just it, that's what our society will spin that into. Sure. But no, I just don't want like malaria in the desert and like I don't want to have to get a million shots to go L- to a country. Listen, you don't want the majestic experience of sleeping in a net. Yeah, <laughs> almost dying from bugs flying in the air. Wait, wait. Do I want to maybe die from bugs in the air? <laughs> bugs the size of me. That's insane. Yeah, Brad bugs. <laughs> Dead over there is a Brad bug. <laughs> it's just your head on a... All right, <laughs> like, that's, that's... Wait, that bug is a huge dick. Right. Do you have any Brad nets? All right, too many great hashtags on this podcast. There hashtag is. Brad bugs. Brad bugs. Hashtag uh, dwarf dick. Dwarf dick. Hashtag... We have to buy that domain. De- hashtag dead dwarf in a pool. <laughs> dead dwarf in a pool. Uh, hashtag, uh, I don't know, face down Perry. I don't know. What well, no, butt nose Perry. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> but nose hashtag butt nose Perry. Dreaming about the butt nose? I don't know. I think butt nose Perry is the way to do it. Butt nose Perry. It's a good one. My... Also on the Family Feud, they do that thing where they try to lead the family into saying something extremely sexual. Oh, always! And, they, and they're like teasing them not to do it. Like, what's something fun to put in your mouth when you're when you've been drinking? Yeah, always, <laughs> always. And and there's for sure one woman goes penis, Steve, <laughs> and he acts like it wasn't gonna happen. Right, right. He, right. he goes, good, good. These people need Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, he's like, show me penis. It's up there. Yeah. It's always up there. Or it's like number it, five. What if it was just like, like even the op, like because they pull the audience. So it's like even if yeah. somebody was like cheeseburger, cheeseburger, and everyone claps <laughs> and it just goes boom, and it's dildo or something. <laughs> <laughs> we asked a hundred psychopaths in a in a psych ward somewhere in Florida. That see that would how they would up the game. Yeah, when yeah. they haven't taken their meds, yeah. what would they have to put their <laughs> That's yeah. so good, <laughs> dude. <what>? Knife, show <laughs> me knife. <laughs> Show me person's leg. <laughs> person's leg. Show me person's leg. Bing. Extra points for whose person's leg. N- name something that you put in the oven when you know family is coming over. Baby. Yeah. Show me baby. <laughs> Bing. <laughs> Um, oh my God. Uh, I want to. Uh, we have a few more minutes. Yeah, talk yes, about yes. Um, the um, the lo- the love I have for you. Well, I'm sure. For you, well, for both of you guys, you being, it's unbelievable. You being a neighbor is pretty fucking great. Yeah, we live next door to each other, and yeah. we live at the top of Mulholland. That's yeah. where we live, mm-hmm. Hollywood Hills. And, and what is great about that, what is great about that proximity is how uh, in the last month I've seen uh, Andrew walking around. <laughs> Spontaneously, <laughs> totally. Where I've been uh, on on route to start my day, yeah, and he's been on route to start his day, yeah, and his has been on foot, and mine has been by car. Okay, and I <laughs> this seen is not him. because Andrew's poor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this just is how I operate. I walk. I walk every morning. You do what okay. you walk. It was beautiful. I love and I'd walking. Be, I'd be leaving for Hyundai, and these time, and he's walking to get his coffee to start the day. It was That's right. And it was like a beautiful like scene. But the first time I did it, I rolled down my window and pretended I was paparazzi <laughs> and started screaming at him like, "Oh, get Andrew Santino!" Get, and he here's what's great about just being friends at this point and and, and like the the jumping on board with what like immediately immediately i you see my phone and just go oh fucking put your camera away dude it's get a- out of my neighborhood <laughs> and immediately it's just a bit he comes into the window angrily starts to slap it out of my hand uh, we start laughing and start talking and then i post it and it gets more likes and feedback than anything I've ever posted ever. <laughs> well, it's it's because it's I think and the, my favorite thing about it now we do it whenever we see each other. Yeah. It's fun. It gets even more fun. Yeah. 
it's so hard for me to not laugh. Yeah. Because when I first see your phone, I'm like, oh, I here we go. <laughs> I, I hold it in. Here we go. Also, you can almost see me break a bunch. Like yeah. I almost go, what? Because <laughs> it is spontaneous. That's the thing too. Is that like it's so funny? Oh, it's not it, planned. Once it happened yeah. once, and it happened again, and I say walk in. Oh, it's uh, not planned. We lady. just did it. Yeah. It's just my, become a reality now. Yeah. My favorite thing, Adam, is that when it happens, you yell, "Dad." Dad, yeah, the end. He goes, "Your dad, <laughs> fuck you, dad, dad." Maybe he's in the back seat. Who knows? That's so good. Uh, like that, that, that always made me laugh. My uh, favorite comment. I think I saw one that was like, because you're like famous people in Hollywood. Yeah, like you're, yeah, we're, yeah. you're making a joke. Uh, right. Some guy goes, "Who the fuck is this guy? He's not famous." <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, dude. All right. Jesus. Yeah, Just go like click on his name that fuck I tagged this guy. him. Yeah. <laughs> See that he's, you know. I just think it's funny that anything. people like to use the word famous for fun like we do but then people take it really serious like, yeah. he's not famous man yeah brad is not famous dude, yeah. it's oh, like, dude because for okay. some people that that's the ultimate goal yes does he have a all... shoe is he on a cereal <laughs> <laughs> have i cereal? have i eaten his name with milk what what <laughs> what maybe maybe dude well maybe you've heard of brad bugs yeah oh that's <laughs> oh, it oh yeah very and chocolate very, and new very, chocolate brad bugs very crunchy <laughs> that's the cereal very crunchy chocolate brad bugs oh my god they're chocolate mini bugs. they're mini like bugs with brad's face carved on them <laughs> <laughs> they're like little uh bug flakes you know well, I just, yeah. that reminds me of that scene in big when he's like but it tur- but the bug turns into a building and he's like not impressed by it yeah. he's like what if it turned into like a car or something i just see someone be like the bug turns into a dwarf. <laughs> and, and at night, you fly around all day, and then at night, you become Brad, this that, comedian. Brad, I never see you during the day. Yeah, I'm why. just flying around town. That's a great movie. Buzzing around town. I'm wait, a Brad so, bug. Wait, so he's, wait, so he's a bug. He's a bug you, during the day, but he's yeah. Brad by night. Oh, yeah, because uh, as a bug, uh, uh, or, no, uh, I, I dated a, uh, what's the, what, what's a scientist that like categories bugs? Christina Ricci. Right. I d- I dated <laughs> Christina Ricci and like her dad was this like pissed off bugologist. bugologist. I'll just say bugologist. <laughs> Someone's screaming at the radio. It's called a yeah, yeah, thing, yeah. you asshole. Don't you know? Yeah. I don't. Uh, no, it, don't. It's the, the mystery that we yes. love. And right. then and then he like curses me. He's like, oh, you think you can fuck my daughter? And he's some sort of, like in his bugology place was built on an Indian burial ground. So, oh, then, yes. he, so then he could curse me into becoming a bug. So now I'm cursed. I'm bugged during the day. And then I'm a comedian at, comedian night. at night. So in order to break the curse, someone has to laugh at me as a bug. Oh, what a wow, movie. That's brilliant. Actually. This is a great movie. Sponsored by <laughs> www.dwarfdick.com. <laughs> FanDuel and Dwarf Dick. You want to bet on sports and look at Dwarf Dick? <laughs> by the way, this is great because you have your Cinderella moment yes. where you fall in love with like a beautiful girl. Yes. And at, at midnight. Uh, you turn back into a bug. Yeah, yeah. That's why you when you go on the road, you only do early, early shows. <laughs> it's like you gotta six be gone. To ten. Yeah, that, six that's to ten. It. I gotta be gone. The late, what the but but normally the, the guy's late show a, starts. He's at 10. a great comedian, no. but he has such odd requests for time. <laughs> you turn into a bug and you fly away. That's yeah, actually, fucking it'd be brilliant. really great if you like got your check from the comedy club and you were like walking back to your hotel as fast as you could. <laughs> right, and then poof, you turn into a fly, and so you had to like fly with this massive <laughs> check. It's like, it's like a fly windsurfing. Oh my <laughs> it's, god! It's, it's folded. <laughs> We've done drugs before. <laughs> if you haven't thought about if we have all been on some sort of mind-altering substance, I think we just proved. I think it. the end of the podcast shows. Wait, but I, I also want to. I also want to ask. Um, you just um, shot a show. Do you yeah. even want to talk about that? We can, of okay. course. Yeah. Um, for Showtime, I about shot a pilot. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I hope people get to see it. Who knows? Uh, uh, yep. 
Maybe. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, but it's it, about stand-up comedy in the 70s. It's based on a book called I'm Dying Up Here. Great book. This guy wrote it, William Knopf Center, and then mm-hmm. this guy, Dave Fabat, who's awesome, did the script. Right. They got the rights. Also EP'd by? Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah Jim Carrey was the EP of it. And yeah. he, um, it was, dude, it was awesome. And Jonathan Levine directed it, who is a gangster. I don't know if you, yep. he did Warm Bodies. And just directed 50, the, 50, um, and he just did the, the Warm Bodies. Night before. Yeah. yeah, he just did Night Before with Rogan. Oh, and, that's great. And he wrote those, by the way. That's what's even crazier about Levine as a director. He's, he's, he wrote Warm Bodies and 50-50 and Night Before. Wow. I mean, with those guys, they wrote it together, right, yeah. but... Dude, he's Jonathan's amazing. He's, he's super talented. He's really good, and he um, did us. He did us a good job on this. I hope oh, Showtime wants it. Well, please, uh, David Nevins. Please, David right. Nevins. The pictures you show me with your uh, '70s hair. Oh uh, yeah, dude, it's un- so fun. Unreal. I got it a tra- huge burly beard. Uh, yeah, nice. and also it's like th- that they are going to stylistically like they can make shit time period wise look that on TV now. Well, let me so tell you, that's going to be fucking so cool. Yeah, dude, Showtime did a. They didn't skimp on the budget. We used real retro clothes. Like we didn't use wow. any new. It wasn't like clothes were made to look like seventies. Yeah, no, yeah. dude. We used. Like, you didn't real, take like an American Apparel shirt and make nope. bell bottoms out of it. This, this, this was a real deal. So you use like the same suit that Charlie Manson was killing yep, people in. I have it. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, but for real, you see like the tags on these. These are like Universal Studio property. Oh my god. Uh, with the back that have been in a, in like they have like clothes in vaults for like 30, 40, 50 years. Any cool stories from some of that stuff? You know how like at SNL you'll hear like this was Dan Aykroyd's like wig cap. Or well, something like that. I. I wanted to ask and get involved with with the whole wardrobe department, but there's like seven people down there working yeah. super hard, and yeah, so I was like, sure. I'll just shut up and like. But I will say, I was trying on one of the sweaters, mm-hmm. and this is how old it was. Like from it was like seventy one or seventy two. That the material had been so like kept in a place for so long. Mm-hmm. I put my arm in the sleeve. I ripped the cuff of the sleeve clean, clean off crazy. and I was like oh shit and she's like nope don't worry it's only like a thousand dollars for that <laughs> and I was like oh my god she so, was flat, she was joking they yeah. stitched it up but she, I was like she's like you just have to be super delicate just so this, worn down yeah cause it's yeah. legit it's real stuff wow. uh, meeting Jim Carrey dude amazing he's mm-hmm. the coolest man well, he's like what do you it's like what do you think Jim Carrey we went to dinner with Jim and the president of Showtime and the whole cast and the cast is incredible there's a couple other comedians on it Al yep. Madrigal mm-hmm. and, and uh, Eric Duke. Griffin yep. Clark Eric Duke Griffin, is yeah. on there Michael Angarano who's almost an almost famous um, Ari Grainer is plays uh, one of the one of the lead uh, females in it is incredible God, this better be a show well yeah. then we I tell you these are just us but the real deal is oh, Melissa, Melissa Leo. Leo who won an Oscar Alfred mm-hmm. Molina Alfred uh, Robert Forrester, Kathy Moriarty from Raging Bull. It's. I, I just feel like if, there's some people in this. Yeah, take you guys out of it, and if you go, please hey, I have take a show us out about, of it. No, I'm <laughs> saying, no, I'm saying if you if you say to anybody, hey, there's a show about comedians in the '70s on Showtime with Melissa Leo and Alfred Molina. Done. Done by Jim Carrey. A, Sold. Done by Jim Carrey. A thousand and ten percent of every person's mind goes, oh yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, I hope. I hope they want. I hope they want to put it out, man. We did some really. Fun stuff. It was incredible, and we the whole. If when you if you want to read the book, I highly suggest you buy yeah. this book. If you want to learn about comedy, if you really love stand up comedy, yeah. it's kind of about the 1970s was the boom of comedy, but it was also on this precipice of like changing forever because guys that didn't get fame, guys that didn't get Carson and not Letterman and Leno, and guys that got talk shows, the rest of these guys were literally poor. I'm not talking like yeah. just getting by. They were poor, poor. They had to sleep. In like a you know they four were, yeah in a four to a room because right. these guys got paid no money so in the seventies as they talk about in the book as we will on the show hopefully there was a big comedy strike because they didn't get paid because, for a long time so when yeah. we, so when we sometimes will be like oh yeah I mean we do our spots for the workout not for the cash but thankfully we're in a position where we don't have, have to do yeah. that but yeah. also 
but so they were. I mean, they were, they weren't getting anything. No money. For a while. Yeah. Literally zero dollars. All the clubs. And, zero dollars. Yeah. So you go to the Improv. You go to the Comedy Store. You go to the Laugh Factory. You don't even Factory wasn't then. Yeah. Wasn't wasn't was just about then. Yeah. yeah. It, and they just didn't pay. You. Didn't pay. The Improv and the Comedy Store were the two, and they and then the Improv started to pay mm-hmm. during this whole fight, like the Bud Friedman Mincy Shore thing, and. Um, you know, it, it, which was amazing because they they talk about it how you'd go on stage and you would look at the waitresses like okay they're getting paid the door guy's getting paid the bouncer's getting paid everybody but you the valet is getting paid yep. the club's making money tons of money tons of money because they don't have to pay comedians yeah tons and tons of money yeah. they were they were rolling in dough rolling in dough mm-hmm. so much so it was heavily documented I mean Mitzi and the Shore family did very well I mean they created a great place for comedians but dude, they were making money, <laughs> like great, great money. And yeah. here was young, talented guys busting their ass and then they're also sleeping in Culver City in a one bedroom with four dudes on, a, on mattresses in the floor. And these are like young guys just Legends. really trying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just really trying. I mean, the Richard Lewis's and Letterman and Leno and all these guys, I mean, they were in that ilk until those guys did Carson and yeah. took off. Yeah, mm-hmm. That's the other thing that's incredible is we have a clip on the show in the pilot of, uh, of, of one of our guys gets to do Carson and we were talking about the research behind behind it, and I didn't realize that 27 million people watched him every night. Fucking hell. What? 27 million 27 human million. beings would watch Johnny Carson. That's 27 like, million today. So that's today. why it was such a game changer for comedians. Yeah. Not just comedians, for like entertainers Anyone. in general. Right. If you, if you were somebody mm-hmm. in the entertainment world, Carson was your spot to really prove it. It was like, come be funny, endearing, lovable, smart, quick. If you could go through that with Carson, you were a champ on the other side. And you were well-received. That's why networks would go, oh, cool, give him a show because 27 million people are now familiar with him. Yeah. Familiar with him and and, and the people in the audience and Carson endorsed him. Who do you think is um, the uh, uh, equivalent? Stern maybe now? No way. Not even Stern, th- I mean, Stern's, Stern's listenership is massive. Yeah, but it's not also seven million. No, it's all. I mean, maybe. I mean, also get it. There's no DVR. There's no looking it up later. So no, it's right there. Right there. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the thing that we think we're forgetting. Stern has, and I, I'm a big Stern fan. Yeah. I listen to him and his and the, you listen you know, replays the, a lot. Yeah, the replay show yeah. or mm-hmm. online afterwards. Yeah, I listen to all of it. But it's also like uh, people made a point to sit down to watches. So when they're seeing. Your first performance, they're seeing also insane. with you, like you're doing it for the first time, and they're seeing you doing it for the first time with you. Insane. How often do you do that? How often does that happen? I don't now? think it exists anymore yeah, at yeah. all. I but I mean, that's. I, I think the only thing close we looked it up. I think we looked it up, and uh, the only thing that even kisses it near would be the Bonnie um, Hunt show. Yes, Bonnie Hunt. <laughs> when it was on ABC Bonnie for Hunt. like two right. seasons. Yeah, Whistling yeah. Dixie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think the closest thing is honestly Big Bang Theory. I think Big Bang Theory wow. sees about. I, I I'll fuck this up, but it's like fifth, anywhere from fifteen no, right. to seventeen million. I that's do know that that's cool. true. Yeah, 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 yeah that wow. is true. They might be up to twenty. They might be. They are unequivocally the most popular show on right. television. So, just to be fair, they're the ones, and they have been the ones. But Carson was on at a time when there was like five, ch- four channels. So it's yeah. also like you're either gonna watch nothing or Johnny fucking Carson. Yeah, right. So he had the market cornered. But yeah. also as a comedian, you did Carson, and you got a thumbs up from him. You were a gangster. If you got the couch from him, f- see you later. Yeah. You became a millionaire. I mean, they also talked about the money back then. The money was insane. Like guys like Tom Dreesen, who we all know, yeah, right. who's a legend that yeah. we yep. still see. He's open for Sinatra. Yeah. Tom, Tom was making such exorbitant amounts of money in in in, in the mid seventies. It was almost comical. Like could make could make an easy half a million with like two months of work. <laughs> in the seventies, dude. Yeah, that's be, like making ten million here. Be now. not a huge star. No, no, he was just a really well loved comedian. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't a movie star. Right. He wasn't a TV star. He was the ma- he was a Louis C.K. type, where he was 
almost exclusively a comedian. People know Louis' yeah. show, but I think like my parents don't watch his show, but they know Louis C.K. as a yeah, comedian. Yeah, you know what right, I mean? Yeah. He had that kind of level of fame. Yeah, yeah. My, Chris, Chris Rock type of yeah. Like people that like, liked comedy knew who Tom Dreesen was. Yeah. Holy I've shit. told I've told Massive. my dad I've told my dad that I've performed with like Bill Burr and like I did some Jay Moore and like Ooh. Jim Jeffries and then, and then I said Tom Dreesen. Massive. He w- he flipped out. He's like Tom Tom Dreesen. What? He looked at you. He looked. <laughs> I have a picture. I wish I. St- what I did he do to you? <laughs> he wanted to see my dwarf dick. <laughs> Dot com. Tell, tell him to get the app. Literally, I had a picture from my uncle because Tom was back in Chicago. Um, he's a Chicago guy. Yeah. And my uncle uh, recognized him and introduced him. He was at a local bar eating, and he introduced him to my grandmother because my uncle was like, oh, my, my, my nephew's a comedian, you know, and he lost his shit. And he yeah. was like, well, you took a picture with my mom. And my grandma was like, with Tom Dreesen. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so crazy, <laughs> wow. man. Yeah, dude, he spanned generations of comedy. He was mm-hmm. – I, I think the younger guys need to read this book and know more about that era to understand right. – who to like really appreciate in the world yeah. of comedy? And, and there was only like now when you're when you sit down, you're like, okay, do I do YouTube videos? Do I do Vine? Do I do Instagram? Do I do do I do stand up? Just right. straight stand. Like back then, it was like you're a stand up comedian. You're a stand up comedian. That is all you do. End of point. I mean, yeah. now that there's a lot of outlets, it's great. That's cool. That's wonderful. Sure. But it is something beautiful that like if you were funny and you worked hard, it, you were going to get recognition. Now. Yeah. It's a lot harder because the the pool is so thick, and, and the '70s kind of led that. They talk about it like it became so saturated. There were a billion comedy clubs, there right. were a billion comedians, and it was like, did, it just the bubble popped. Did yeah. Jim Carrey talk about his Carson experience? Uh, Jim at dinner talked about a million comedy store stories, which I cannot tell you on the yeah, air because it's private. Yep. Yeah. But I will tell you guys. People know yeah, though yeah. that he slept in his car for a while, and then Mitzi Shore yeah. gave him, let him stay at yes. her like comedy house. Correct. Yeah, she stayed at the comedy house, which used to be, which is a house still above the comedy store, but I don't yeah. know if they own that anymore. But Jim, um, Jim has amazing, amazing stories uh, about anything, the comedy store. Anything you can't. Anything. I mean, the only thing advice I could, or anything that was just like a the cool, thing that I don't Jim, know, the thing that Jim made pretty apparent is something that was embedded in us that we know really well as comedians is uh he kept going back to the fact that he's like people don't know how hard comedians work night after night after night after night after night i think there's this idea that like oh you just go do your comedy once in a while Mm -hmm. but he was like we were we bleed for this place and we would be there all night long comedy you know hanging out doing the talk you're chatting up people you're going from room to room you bounce to this side of town you do a show there you do a show here you come back to the store and you hang out again you try to go fuck a girl you go do some drugs here you come back to the store you know he was like that's your that is just your life it's a con- it's a constant a constant grind of like you're in this world you're trying to make your way up you're trying to be the funniest to your friends and to the audience but also fuck the audience and also like fuck what people think but there's this like huge duality going on the whole time it's big internal struggle and he, and he just talked about how dedicated comics that made it that he saw were that like there's no doubt that letterman made it because of hard work it wasn't no one was like yeah he's okay i'll take him yeah you know like there was uh, he said everyone that popped through there was there was it was obvious why they popped he's like there's also reasons why guys didn't pop they just didn't have the go but like we know you have to have some kind of go if you're gonna you know float to the top did, did he share anything about because people said when they first saw him it was just like everyone was like oh like kind of game over because yeah, he yeah. was so I mean, he he would he he mentioned guys and uh, you know like guys that were just room shakers, guys that like all the comics would rush in to see like mm-hmm. Robin. Everybody wanted to come see Robin, yeah. and people loved to see Jimmy Walker a lot because he was so yeah. like in his own character. Um, people loved to see Letterman, and people loved to see Leno. I mean, you know the whole battle between them two was yeah. 
Letterman and Leno had were both crushers. They would destroy. Yeah. And I guess you know the break with them was Leno kind of stopped being a comedian as in in Dave's eyes. Like Dave, I think was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna always be a comedian. Yeah. And Leno kind of played the corporate game a little bit better and different, mm-hmm. different, but. That is what's insane to me about this business, by the way, is that because when he, Jim Carrey, came to the store, I think maybe a couple weeks before you had maybe gotten uh, booked this uh, part of the show and yep. he came to the store to, I don't yeah. watch B Ryan. He wanted yet. to watch Rose Paddle. Yeah, and he hadn't yeah. been there in uh, oh, he said, 20 some years. I think he said 26 years, yeah. 27 years. And it was unbelievable. And I, uh, and I posted this online because, and he was, he was like it for me. Like in Living Color. Oh, he's it. In Living Color was more than SNL and anything for me. And then also Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, which was very influential. And I even had this realization, and I've said on the podcast about how like you know when i went from fat kid to funny kid i was quoting ace ventura on the bus and at school to people and making them laugh and then they started to want to be around me and be friends with me so like indirectly he was responsible for me like a finding comedy and b like you know just getting whatever it was so when he walked by me in the back bar and i saw him and we locked eyes and he goes hey man and i go hey and that's all i could like say and because i and then after i was like i've never seen him starstruck and i was like why was i so taken aback and out of my element and then and then i left after that because then i heard he was in the parking lot talking stories after the roast battle and i was like i couldn't even be around it because i was so like outer body like i just felt very off yeah i got home and i sat on i was like why was i so shaken and throwing that and then like i just told you anyway so for you to be on a show now uh where that guy is involved to me is so crazy because i'm sure for you growing up he was my hero dude i mean like like we could go on for hours but Costello and I used to watch Dumb and Dumber in my basement, and my, this is my best friend. I say that like everybody knows him. But we would sit in <laughs> my basement. Say, and Costello we, from Abbott and Costello? Yeah, and Abbott would never show up, <laughs> by the way. Uh, no, but Sean and I would watch over and over. We would get as much snacks, food from upstairs as we could, mm-hmm. and we would rewind and watch our favorite parts a thousand times. I could repeat Dumb and Dumber to you yeah. uh, verbatim. Oh, yeah. yeah. I could f- it's one of the most co- quotable movies where also every line was hysterical. Yeah, yeah, it's classic. And, and by the way, as you got older, you realized some of those jokes went over your head and you were like, oh, right. like, now oh, I know what that shit, is. that's hilarious. Right, also, it, also it became a, apparent when you got older. There's a lot of stuff that's not on the page that is so brilliant and that's why that movie is brilliant. Like, their faces when they're trying to keep in that they had put the pill in his burger yes, and they're just like why don't you eat your burger and we'll tell you and like the faces they're making so funny or, or, or just like or Jim Carrey's face when he's uh, peeing in the bathroom and he reads for a good time meet here at this time yeah. and he sees Gawk and his face when the guy busts in the door and screams <laughs> to me is maybe one of the greatest reactions of all time those are your skis both of them <laughs> was the best line I've ever heard well, it I made mean, me laugh so fucking hard um, both of them well, that just goes to show you that because um, uh, it's it's cra- it's crazy to me that that I I feel like I got to know both of you guys when I start when I about when we were all starting. I think mm-hmm. you guys maybe each have like a year or two on me, yeah. maybe. But uh, for you to now ha- uh, have done that show, yeah, and you have uh, an album coming out on Comedy Central on Saturday, yep, and a half hour, yeah, um, it's pretty neat, and uh, it's incredible, yeah, yeah. It's incredible. It is amazing. Um, I feel for. And I you've feel busted fortunate. your ass, and you've and you've built a brand, and uh, and you've crushed on this podcast, and hopefully someday you get to. Um, I just only hope that you can go to sleep and also envision about um, <laughs> eating on a pop star from the back. <laughs> I hope so too. And we can never end this podcast. We cannot stop talking. Yeah, I won't because, be, 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 because, because won't. I know. Yep. When we stop talking, that's when you guys kill me. Oh, Brad. Brad. See you later, Brad. <laughs> ooh, 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 uh, 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 uh. Oh, shit! <laughs> <laughs> so, that's the show. Thanks for tuning in. We had laughs and stories.
everybody, it's me, Tony Danza. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.